I'm Colin. And I'm Megan. And this is Pet Sitter Sitter Confessional, Confessional, an open and honest discussion about life as a pet sitter. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. Today we're doing a kitchen confessions. We have some topics that we wanted to bring up and... Happy Monday, guys. And just talk about the past week. So I think the biggest thing for us is that as of today, Monday, April 6th, uh, we, our state is now under a stay at home order. So as (laughs) our state of Missouri has finally caught up with three fourths of America. Mm -hmm. And so we are kind of now starting to feel everything that you guys are feeling as far as staying at home and and just getting into that kind of routine or not routine. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's been, Megan and I have talked about this before of just um, how weird it has been being in the middle of the country and being in Missouri, one of the last holdouts as far as states to not issue a statewide shelter in place, stay at home order and watching everything around us change and watching it slowly creep in over time. And what that's been like watching it kind of a slow motion it's been very unsettling yeah I think. yeah so uh we are in a, a stay-at-home order until the end of the month and we'll uh we'll see how this goes <laughs> so we are all in this together <laughs> yeah on that note uh i i wanted to take a moment to discuss some things as far as emotional and mental resiliency um i kind of had a moment last uh, recently where I called my dad and I call my dad a lot. I've been calling him a lot more recently. And I called him the other day and I just wanted to hear his voice and talk to him because everything was just really starting to weigh on me. And I noticed that I wasn't handling it very well. And I just wanted my dad to tell me that everything was going to be okay. I know that sounds kind of silly as a 30-year-old man with a wife and two kids. I needed somebody to tell me that everything was going to be okay. And because of how scary everything is and the unknowns. And so I sat with my dad for half hour and just talked with him and talked through everything that had happened in the past and how everything turned out okay, different, but okay. And I, I really needed that this week from my dad. And so I don't know if you have somebody in your life that can tell you that or that has told you that. So from Megan and I, we want to let you know that everything is going to be okay. Different, but okay. Sometimes when we are trying to process everything that's going on, we can feel conflicting or confusing emotions where we don't really know what to feel at any given moment. And that can be unsettling on top of everything else that is going on. This is this confusing emotions conflict. So I want to challenge you, and this is something that I practiced this past week, and I'm going to continue to do, is that when you have those moments where you are confused about what to feel or what exactly you're feeling, listen, watch, or read something that you know will bring out a certain feeling. I think we all have those songs that we know will immediately make us cry, or those movies that will make us laugh, or maybe you have a favorite book or story that we'll read that'll make your blood boil. So for me, I have my happy songs, and this is just a general band. Um, It's a a local band here from the Ozarks called Big Smith. I love every single one of their albums and every single one of their songs. I used to go see them live when they were still together. And there just brings back a lot of memories 
But when I want to feel happy or want that elicit that emotion, I know I can go listen to those songs. If I want to laugh, and I think this is very apropos for us, it's a movie called Best in Show. It's a mockumentary about dog shows, and I'll just leave it at that. But I have it never sounds interesting. <laughs> I have never not watched that and not laughed. So I was curious, Megan, do you have anything that you like to listen to or watch to elicit a particular that you know will make you cry or make you happy or make you sad or mad? Um, well, I, growing up in the 90s, as I'm sure some of you did as well, uh, basically most TV shows from the 90s or most movies from the 90s will elicit that nostalgia feeling. Mm -hmm. So right now... Um, I'm working my way through the TV show Mad About You. Mm. It was a sitcom in the 90s. And so that just, I'd never watched it really before, just a couple episodes here and there. But I just, having that nostalgia of like, oh, when I was a little girl, I saw this on TV. And um, so it just, it makes me feel good. In those moments, again, where you're feeling confused about what to feel or how to process that, that's one way, that's one tool to hone in on one particular feeling and one particular emotion and get you through that. We had a question come in that somebody had wanted us to talk about fostering a little bit. So many shelters and rescue groups right now are really overcrowded and they're asking for fosters during this time. And if you are interested in that or wanting to do that, I think that's a great noble thing. We are all familiar with taking care of dogs. That's what we do. But being a foster mom or dad can be a different kind of scenario. So before you agree to foster, there's a lot of things to consider because it's not just about taking, you know, a new client into your home. It's, it's kind of a different thing. So you want to ask a lot of questions beforehand to the shelter or the rescue group. Um, so, like, how did the dog come to be at the shelter? If the pet has any medical concerns, um, behavioral concerns, that's really something important to know. And basically all the normal questions that you would ask a client at a meet and greet, is the dog house trained? Does it get along with other dogs? Is it up to date on vaccines? And the shelter or rescue group may not have all the answers to these questions, but getting the most knowledge about the pet as you can before agreeing to foster so that you know the situation that you're getting into. Um, also, if you have never fostered before, knowing what the process, all of the process entails and all of the paperwork that they need from you. Um, I think another important question is asking how long you would be fostering. So would it be until the pup finds a new home or until the shelter is less crowded? That's something important to know. Um, also, who pays for the food and any medical bills that could arise. So a lot of times the shelter will pay for that. But in these uncertain times, you want to know for sure. And I'm sure it's outlined in the contract that you would sign. But just knowing that ahead of time so that in case anything were to happen to the, the pet, that you would not be liable. Or if you're OK with those bills, that you know that ahead of time. Will you be required to bring the pet to adoption events? Those may not be happening right now because of gatherings. Knowing when and where you need to be bringing the pet is important. And then I think most crucial of all is what happens if you can no longer care for the pet. These times are very uncertain and this fostering is a very, like I said, a very kind and noble thing to do. But you may not be able... But there may come a scenario where you're not able to care for the pet anymore and knowing what you need to do with the pet during that time. Um, also, preparing your home for the foster. Most of us have 
extra supplies on hand, leashes, bowls, crates, but considering how your home may need to be different to care for an extra four legs for the long term. If you have other pets in your home, introducing them slowly to the new pet just like you would at just like you would introducing a new client to your home. But really expecting the unexpected. Remember that these pets may be scared. They've been shuffled to and from places and most likely they don't understand what's going on. So treat them with kindness and love as I'm sure you do all of your clients. And this is a really good way to deal with some of the anxieties and separation anxieties that we are all dealing with for missing being around pets and animals. It's also, as Megan mentioned, a really great way to help them out right now in such uncertain times of how much longer a lot of these things will go on and whether people will be able to come and see the pets and, and adopt those pets. So if you're in a position where that works for you and you want to do that and just fits with where you are right now, I can't think of a, a better thing to do for pets uh, when a lot of us are unable to care for some for, as a business. Right. It's a win-win. You get mm-hmm. to help the shelter and you get to fulfill that desire of longing for lots of fur yeah. and cuddles. <laughs> there was a meme going around recently that said something like, if you don't exit this time, having, if you haven't learned something new, expanded your knowledge, or done something productive with your time, it wasn't that you didn't have the time, it was that you aren't motivated. And all of us are talking about how we can be using this time appropriately. Yeah. I mean, we even did. We talked about in a previous episode how we're, you know, don't waste this time, be productive. And we listed off things you could be doing with this time, online courses and all of that. I guess at this point, I want to take a little step back and state that if you are not in a good place emotionally, mentally, physically or spiritually, being told to be more productive and doing more is, it doesn't help, right? True. So if you are at that point and you are being, you see these things around you that you are not being productive, so you must be lazy or these other things, know that that's not the case. That first and foremost, you have to make sure that you are okay in, in every aspect. Right, like the oxygen mask thing. Yeah, Megan talked about that. You have to take care of yourself first. But I see both sides of it. So I, I, I see your point, but I also see like if now, if, if ever there was a time to be marketing your business and keeping up with social media and doing all that, it's now when everybody is stuck in their homes just looking at their phones all day. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. like, this is the time to be getting your your number out there, your name out there. Working on your website and working on your facility and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't want to take away from the fact that this is a wonderful opportunity to be as productive as you can. But it's that last part of as you can be. If you are not okay enough to, to, to be productive, if you need to take some, some mental health days and wrap your brain around everything that's going on in the big scary world right now kind of like I did last week where I needed to call my dad like that's okay like that day I can be honest like I was not productive at all like not much happened that <laughs> that day <laughs> and that's okay there's going to yeah. be another day 
and and so I don't want the idea of being productive to turn into this toxic idea mm. that those who are being productive are somehow superior superior or better than those who didn't do anything today or yesterday. Like that's we don't need to go there as a society or as pet sitters and, and, and pet care providers when we are trying to help other people and listening to their stories. That if our first reaction is to be, oh, that person didn't work on their website at all. I, I worked on my website and I worked on my mailing list and I, and I did all the stuff and I got this certified. Like, that's okay. Those are all good things. I don't want them to be held over somebody's head because they were really struggling emotionally through this. Mm. Or maybe they started out strong and then as the deadlines got extended and shelter in place was extended by week and week and week and week, like that at some point just make sure that you're okay. Being staying at home and being mentally resolved is is enough work. Yeah, <laughs> for, for, it's true. For a lot of people to then add on the Okay, and now you've got to be as productive or more productive than you've ever been in your entire life when there's a global pandemic and a, pandemic and a world melting down around you. I just want to caution against that and, and make sure that we're okay first, that you guys out there listening are okay first before you send out your first email or before you start taking a crack at your website that you have emotionally been able to, to deal with everything going on. Because it's a lot. It is. It is an awful lot. To work through and especially on the changing every day every day every hour new stories on the global scale and but putting the phone down mm -hmm. so this comes into the making sure you're okay emotionally setting up some barriers that we talked about last week uh, putting those in place go a long way to these little steps it's not big massive steps at any given point it's little steps day in day out to get you to where you need to be. But the key is where you need to be, not where you are compared to somebody else or where somebody else is. It's where you need to be. I don't know if you need absolution or or whatever right now, but if at the end of this all you have done is maintained your sanity and emotional health, I want to say congratulations. And that was a job well done and a and a battle well fought. If you were able or if you did more Congratulations. Battle well won. War well fought. I know this episode is not very heavy on the how-tos or what to do as a business or things along that line. Um, it's more about taking care of yourself personally. And where Megan and I are right now with all the news changing and our lockdown in place, we read to our kids all the time. And one of their favorite stories um, is by Dr. Seuss. My daughter's favorite one is called Oh the Places You'll Go. And if you have not read this, I strongly encourage you to. And so I wanted to pull a few highlights from that as a word of encouragement to us all in these kind of dark, scary times as they continue to drag on and we don't always see the end. And we know it's going to end. We hope it's going to end. That's what we that's what we hope and long for. But in those times where ugh, you start questioning that, um I, I I know Dr. Seuss has some few words for you. Oh, the places you'll go. There is fun to be done. There are points to be scored. There are games to be won. And the magical things you can do with that ball will make you the winningest winner of all. Fame. You'll be famous as famous can be, with the whole wide world watching you win on TV. Except when they don't. Because sometimes they won't. And this next part, I really think, speaks to 
what we're all battling with right now. I'm afraid that sometimes you'll play lonely games too. Games you can't win because you'll play against you. All alone, whether you like it or not, alone will be something you'll be quite a lot. And when you're alone, there's a very good chance you'll meet things that scare you right out of your pants. There are some down the road between hither and yon that can scare you so much you won't want to go on. And that's where we are right now. Those times where we're really scared and we don't know what to do next. But on you will go, though the weather be foul. On you will go, though your enemies prowl. On you will go, though the hacking cracks howl. Onward up many a frightening creek, though your arms may get sore and your sneakers may leak. And on and on you will hike. And I know you'll hike far and face up your problems, whatever they are. And will you succeed? Yes, you will indeed. 98 and three quarter percent guaranteed. Now that part, a lot of us think is unsure. But as we started this episode with, everything's going to be okay. It's going to look different but you're going to be okay. So, be your name Bucksbaum or Bixby or Bray, or Mordecai Alley, Van Allen O'Shea, you're off to great places. Today is your day. Your mountain is waiting. So get on your way. If you guys want to call and talk to us, we have a voicemail. The line is 636-364-8260. We really appreciate you guys. And we hope that you do reach out if you need help or you need somebody to talk to or you just want to call and say hi and then hang up. (laughs) (laughs) We got our first voicemail tonight and it really encouraged us a lot. Mm -hmm. It it felt very good to hear that, that other sitters like you are out there dealing with the same things, dealing with the uncertainties, but knowing that there's somebody at the other end of the line and as caregivers and helpers and all of that, there is a community. There are people out there that are concerned about you and want to make sure that you are doing okay too. That the voicemail that we got tonight was, was very touching and it meant so much to hear and to know that um, people were thinking about us too. Later on this week, we have a couple interviews One from Auntie M's Pet Sitting talks about her story getting started and what she's learned and some of the things that she struggled with along the way. Um, It's very encouraging to hear from her, and uh, I hope you guys will get a lot out of that, too. So please continue to join us for multiple episodes every week. And if you would like to join our Facebook group, it's Sitter Confessionals. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, and you can call us with your voicemail if you would like. Mm -hmm. Talk to you guys soon.